time for the Gore and More Podcast. <laughs> gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, oh, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gordmore Podcast. I am your not-so-mean fluff master supreme, Mr. Big Johnny D, bringing it in. And allow me to introduce my illustrious co-host, Mr. Dark Lord of Knowledge, the Chad Daddy himself, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Yeah. And down south down there, in down south, woohoo! we got the host with the ghost, El Scuba Cabra. What's up, baby? Scoob. Mr. Scuba, Steve. That's it. <laughs> I always jump the gun because I just... You, did jump, you, you threw just me off a little bit. Just leave it at Scuba Cabra. Just leave it at Scuba Cabra. I will. Next week will just be Scuba Cabra and that'll be the moment. We all... This is an edit as we go together. Oh, man. Welcome, everybody. Today is October 11th, 2021, and we got a banger of an episode for you today. Fuck yeah, we do. But first, oh, yeah. as always, we're going to bring it in, keep it a reality, and do a little slice life chat daddy. How'd you bring it in this week, bud? Well, it was a usual week, you know, work, worked on the house a little bit. I did get to actually finally sit down and watch The Invisible Man over the weekend. The new one? It wasn't bad. The new one? It wasn't bad. Yeah, the Dude, new one. It wasn't... I like it a yeah, lot. It was, it was good. good. I liked it. Like my, my wife, my wife was actually disappointed because she expected it to be more scary, but oh. we both really enjoyed it. Well, yeah. I feel with the more like I mean, the first one was always science fiction, but this one was going with more of the tech science fiction, seeing that's what mm-hmm. we're at in our stage of life. Like I don't know, I felt it worked, dude. Like oh, that I scene, in the, the scene in the kitchen alone was like a great ghost. Like that could have been from a ghost movie, dude. Straight yeah. Up. Yep. Oh yeah, it was, was definitely awesome. It was definitely like paranormal activity influenced as far as the uh, little bit almost like almost like the good activity. But of course, it wasn't a ghost. He was just you know, wearing his invisible stealth suit. You know, it kind of reminds me of his. I don't know if you're back in the old commercials, the old ego stealth suit. Remember that from the ego commercials? The kid invented mm-hmm. like the stealth suit and he stole the ego waffles in the commercials. Like that was the one where like he hit against the wall, right? Or something like that. No, no, no. He just had like a suit and it literally made him invisible. It was it was just oh, a stupid thing. And it's, I don't remember yeah, that. I I'm gonna have to look that, that up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, look up, look up that on Ego stealth suit. It was just this, this goofy little commercial. And it's kind of like that, but it was really cool. I, I we really enjoyed it. You know, had a few questions were raised that I don't think were necessarily answered, but uh yeah, we I enjoyed mean, it. I'm interested not to go off. I'm interested to see how they would take that and dwell that into an entire universal monsters universe at this point. Right. Because if we're going tacky. That changes a lot of shit across the game, especially with Frankenstein. Yeah, and that that would be very interesting to see how oh, they do Frankenstein dude. like now. That's what I'm saying. Be like a, almost like, like a cyborg. Is. Yeah, like a cyborg, maybe clone-ish type of. I don't know. Hmm. Thought. Clone, yeah, because it could be from body cells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we have so many damn good ideas on here. Somebody's gonna steal <laughs> our shit one day, and we're gonna be pissed. Yeah, That's, definitely. Yeah, there's certain websites that listen sometimes. <laughs> Has no, it that would that would never happen with it, bloody disgusting. It's ha- it hasn't happened in a while, 
No, it hasn't. But you know what? It now might with this episode. You never know. With, within a week, or, within a week or two, they're going to drop some kind of a fan appreciation of Night of the Creeps. I guaranteed. Right. <laughs> I would say Halloween three when we're doing that, but that's a little yes, too. Like, that, that's that's a given. That's a given. Yeah, that's too on the nose with around then. But they they might just do a career retrospect on Tom Atkins. <sighs> considering we've covered like five of his movies already. <laughs> right. Like no joke, because we've done The Fog. He was in the Big Egan Creep Show. We'll be doing Halloween three. This beginning of creep show. Uh-huh. Yes, my bloody Valentine. Hmm. We love Aikens on this on this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. If you have not them. listened in them. before, there, there's a few names in the business that we will always talk about, and that is definitely Atkins, Cundy, and Cundy. I mean, dude, there's there's numerous. Using and what I mentioned many times. What I love about Tom Atkins is he's he's a he's a horror legend and. He's a local boy. He's from Pittsburgh. Is he real? That's right. He is. He's a Pittsburgh boy. That's actually how he starts out. Like I was mentioning offline when we were talking before the show started was the uh, one of the extras on the uh, Night of the Creeps Blu-ray is Tom Atkins, Man of Action. And it starts out with him talking about growing up in Pittsburgh. He went to Duquesne University. Then uh, he got the acting bug there because this girl that he was trying to hook up with he wanted to spend more time with her. So she's like, well, I'm in the theater. You know, why don't you join the theater? Then we could spend more time together. And he decided that he enjoyed it so much. He spent more time doing theater stuff than spending time with her. No shit. Yep. That's awesome. Legendary. I mean, not for her, but yeah, yeah not for <laughs> her. <laughs> she's probably like, damn it. I could have been with Tom Atkins. I love man of action though, because I feel like Tom in a lot of his roles is a cop. Yes. And yeah. It just yeah. seems very, yeah. I don't know. I want to watch. He's it. even played a cup on lots of TV roles. Yeah, he's yeah. Tom Atkins is a legend. Uh, but let me see. What else do we do this weekend? Uh, you know, just okay. So okay. Yesterday we went to Walmart to get some totes. I want to get some smaller totes because I have you know a fairly large comic book collection, and they're in like the big, large thirty-six gallon totes. Okay. And those things, when they're full of any type of paper material, are heavy as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to cut it down and then it would be half as heavy because the totes are smaller, right? So I go into my garage and my garage isn't much more than a shack. I mean, it is a garage. It has electricity wired up for the most part, but we've never turned it on. The whole time we've been here, we never turned because we don't know if all the outlets are wired up because there are some dangling wires. We don't want to bother turning anything on just in case, you know, fire, you know, fire bad. Of course. Yeah. And it has a dirt floor. So I'm moving these totes and I move this one stack of totes over and there's just this weird glistening, slimy looking thing on the, on the ground. Taste. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. I was going to tell you to poke it with a stick when you said the picture. I poked it. I poked it with something and it's like really, really sticky. Yeah. If you guys follow it on, but everyone, everyone knows. So it's like really like it's sticky and I'm like, what the hell is this fucking thing? So I shine my flashlight on and get close and it's like moving. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? I couldn't tell if it was just, you know, it was like a trick of the light with it glistening or what it was. So I'm like, whatever this is, I want it out of my garage. So I go to get a shovel and my good shovel is down at the house we're renovating. So all I had was a snow shovel and it's not very good for, much other than shoveling snow, you can't shovel dirt with it. So I'm trying to get under it with the shovel and it breaks open and it's just full of these wriggling larva 
like almost like these really big maggoty things. And I have no fucking clue what they were because there were, were pill bugs, the, the, the little white slugs. Yeah. But they were like, um, like they're about, say about a half inch long. And I don't know, like I said, they had, there's pill bugs in there. It could have been stink bugs or it could have been, um, earwigs. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm not sure what it was. Or All it could have been some kind of got, alien creature. It could have it, it been. That's going to crawl up your butthole. See, now, oh, Taylor. Dude, it, was, it was weird looking. Now, now Tyler. What's up, Tyler, by the way? And Brody. What's up, Tyler? What's up, Brody? Uh, shout out to all the gorehounds. So Tyler asked if it's like alien. It's funny that he went that because I was thinking the fucking blob dude i was like that's bro, what i was don't don't pick it with a stick because that's how the dude, farmer got the shit out of his hand bro like that's kind of no. what it looked like it kind of looked like the blob it was just this weird little mass and I, it was just gross Ugh. so i still have no idea what it was it's out in the road it's fucking bird food oh yeah delicious. you just affected the birds with that fucking alien slugs from it's fucking all right birds aren't Twitter. real yeah, yeah. oh bird yeah that's flu. right birds aren't real <laughs> birds aren't real Wait, I forgot about coming that. up on somewhat supernatural scene. no 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 no, no. It's, it's just pigeons it's just pigeons oh it's just pigeons oh i'm pretty sure they just say pigeons aren't real i don't pigeons know seagulls, seagulls i thought it was not be real either Dude, seagulls are assholes you should be able to shoot them fuckers <laughs> <laughs> no Peta. Peta might be watching this I'm just saying, dude. But like, they're not real, so it's okay, Peter. It's okay. Yeah, they're robots. I'm just saying, like yeah. everybody's like, oh, they're seabirds. It's like really, because every time I go to a Burger King, that's all they fucking see is seagulls. Dude. <laughs> so <laughs> please explain to me when they were like, you know what, the seagulls all got together, like, fuck this, dude. Let's go to BK because that's way better than the ocean. Fuck that shit. Oh right? god, dude, that's like a, a a few months ago. Like they, just, my wife and kids just came back from the beach and we're hanging out outside, just chilling, and a whole bunch. We live right by a creek, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's constantly, you know, geese, ducks, everything. You see them flying in all the time. And this flock of geese just starts flying over and they're squawking, you know, honking, whatever. My youngest daughter, Harps, looks up. Seagulls? <laughs> like, no, those are geese, baby girl. <laughs> Fair enough. But so, yeah, that, that was, too. so yeah, that was that was my weird fucking blob story. It was kind of gross. And oh, and today, just just one last thing before we move on today, like at work lately they gave they've been giving me the the scrubs that i tried on at work originally fit better than the ones that i got so okay. i kept having this problem where these are really poorly stitched and the crotch kept ripping out of them Ooh! so i finally had enough of it this is like the third time i went up and complained to somebody and they're like all right we'll get it fixed right away so they sent me bigger scrubs and these fit uh-huh. perfectly so every morning we have to do stretches and exercises to limber up for work it's a safety thing now so two weeks ago when i did it i did lunges i ripped out the crotch again and it was my last <laughs> pair of fucking scrubs and i was so pissed and now i got these new ones so we're getting ready to do lunges and i'm like hey at least now i don't have to worry about ripping the crotch on my pants so we go to do lunges and i decide i'm gonna fuck with everyone so i grab a piece of paper and i go to do lunges and i just <sighs> i said oh spoke too soon everybody's <gasps> like gotcha <laughs> that's awesome so you guys are mandatory stretching huh yeah they have uh our work has instituted it. it it's pretty much what we call it as a get back to fuck get the fuck back to work bell because <laughs> at the end of every break and lunch they're like don't forget to do your two minute stretch and they always do that a minute before break or lunch is supposed to end 
And I'm like, fuck you assholes. <laughs> I'm going to stretch my legs and lay here like 10 more minutes. Like, there you go. So yeah, uh, that was, that was all my fun. Uh, Scoobs. What about you, brother? Man, it has been a hell of a week. Let me tell you. So let me start off with the day job because you know, the day job I work at the school now, the day job started to cross over into my hobby job, which is paranormal investigator. Ooh, so last now, my really? dreams, the school that I work at is one of the oldest schools in my town and my city. It was the first African-American high school in this city. It is now a it's a, a, a landmark. So it always has to be a school. It can never close down. Oh, no, nice. I've. I've never experienced anything in the school. Of course, creepy vibes, whatever, but nothing moving, nothing other than like weird hums that there was nobody in the bathroom. So I just kind of was like, whatever. Well, last week, the ladies in the nursery, which is in a portable in the parking lot uh, across from the building that I'm in, they walk into the portable and the cribs and the chairs and pretty much a lot of the furniture were all put in a circle in the center of the room. Okay. The closet door was open and there was nothing was stolen. Nobody broke in. We checked the security cameras. We did see one person kind of walk the area that my, that my school is in is kind of in a, in a lower part of, of Corpus. It's on the North side. And so there's a lot of transients out there. So we thought maybe somebody went in and was looking like around. Just fucked, stuff. With shit. Just right. fucked with shit. But nothing was missing. So we go and we look and we see one guy. He walks to the back of the portable, sits on the ramp. He eats something or whatever he's doing, but he never enters the building. And then he walks away. Nobody ever went in the building. So we asked the janitor the next day, hey, did you move any of the stuff like to the center of the room? He's like, no, I went in there. I swept. I mopped and everything was where it belonged. So we showed him the video because they did do a little video and he's like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. Now our janitor is a, he, he's in his seventies. Um, very, very church going man, you know, okay. very religious. He's not the type of person that would lie about doing something like that. And so when they brought the video to me, they were like, well, send it to Steve. Steve does this stuff. Like, <laughs> so they brought the video to me. I went over there. I did an EVP session and I was getting intelligent answers. Like mm. I would ask a question and it was giving me an answer like right away. <laughs> so I was like, okay, really? cool. Now there is a cemetery right across from my school and it, it's called the old Bayview cemetery. It's been there since the 1800s. It's old. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to check and see if any of the names I got on my EVP session are actually anybody buried in the cemetery. Now, if you go to the website of our library downtown, there is they have a list of everybody buried in that cemetery. One of the names was Cynthia. Okay. There are two Cynthia's buried in that cemetery. One of them is a five year old little girl and the other was a girl in her 20s, 26, I think, 25, 26. So when I asked, what's your name? It said Cynthia. I said, are you the one who moved this stuff in a circle? It said no. And I said, well, who did it? And it said monster. So I'm like, OK, that's weird. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe if it's like another spirit that's there, maybe it's a kid spirit that's saying monster because they think that this older person is a monster. So weekend passes, whatever, no big deal. The ladies tied a balloon over the weekend 
or they put a balloon in the closet because mm-hmm. one of the ladies is like, I feel that the closet's like a portal, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, okay so whatever, that's where cool. she's getting her energy from. That's what, that's where she feels that everything's coming from. So they stuck a balloon in the closet. Mind you, nobody goes in this closet. It's a storage closet. The janitors don't go in there to clean. They're like, there's no reason for anybody to go in that closet unless the ladies go in there to take stuff out. Okay. So they stuck a balloon in the closet. The balloon was tied to a chair this morning. Hmm. Interesting. So I had asked my principal last week if he would allow my team to come in and investigate. And he was very iffy about it um, until something happened in his office. He was in the school yesterday. He left one of the doors open or something and the door was closed. He had left it propped open. He asked the janitor or morning janitor if she had gone in his office. She's like, no, like I didn't get to your office this morning. Uh, I'll get to it this afternoon. He's like, but you didn't go in there at all to close anything. And he's like, no, like, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. He, she, he, she thought she was getting in trouble. Right. And, and she was like, no, I, I didn't go in there. I'm sorry. And he's like, no, no, no. I just wanted to know. So then he was like, okay, something's going on here. Well, on my desk, I have a stack of court documents and they were thrown all over my desk. I didn't leave them like that on Friday. So we checked the video cameras to see if anybody went in my office. Nobody ever went in my office. But the papers were thrown all over my desk. So I have an investigation coming up this week at my daytime job. Dude. Yeah. Okay. So So let me ask you this, like not to go like crazy off. Like, I mean, it's still on subject for what you said. You've done lots of investigations. Yep. What could primarily lead to something where let's say this is happening in a place that it's never happened prior. Well, that's what I was wondering, too. The thing is, I don't know the full history of the school, and I have no way to No, I I understand. The first thing that popped in my head is, was there an anniversary of something coming up that is building up energy because it's going to be like the 100th anniversary or whatever to an event that occurred? I don't don't know. I mean, I've never encountered. I'm excited because I've never encountered a poltergeist before. Would it be be attached to somebody maybe? And that's why it's there? Well, that was another thing that we talked about today in my office. Um, I don't want to say any names of somebody, but they do believe or they do kind of meddle with uh, brujeria, which is like Mexican witchcraft. Yep. 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 Um, So we don't know. And this person just started working with us. So we don't know Uh. that... Maybe they brought something in that is now having fun at the school. That's fair. Um, I don't know. No, I have no, to that, do this that was my. That's my. As soon as you're saying your story, and I'm, I'm happy that Chad had the same. That was my first thought. Is I'm like you already said there's never been any prior situations. So now all of a sudden that you're not only just getting one, but multitudes of different interactions. Yeah. Like, what is bringing this energy or whatever? Yeah. in the get-go like because yeah, that make, was that was it wouldn't just show up you know what i mean right that was, that was my guess my guess unless, what I thought was what changed and unless I think it, we well, nailed see, it. but here's the thing that's changed also <clears throat> there's a lot of construction going around our area because they're building a new bridge okay they're building like this super massive bridge because they're going to start bringing in like bigger ships and stuff and our school's right you know the harbor the harbor bridge is right there by our school so now that all this construction's going on, maybe that's kicking up something that was never there. Oh, and another weird fact, when we were walking over there, I told the ladies, I was like, well, maybe somebody's buried under there. 
And they're like, well, wouldn't we smell it? And I'm like, well, no, I mean, like from a long time ago. Right. Like maybe That's there's what a I was body buried there. Was like- because the cemetery is so close, but it was for rich people. So maybe the poor people back then just buried where they could. It's just a lot. Good yeah. So when one of the first questions I asked, I said, why are you still here? And it said trapped. And I said, why are you trapped? And it said buried. And I said, well, why, why are you dead? Like, are you dead? Like, why are you dead? And it said drowned. So there was a hurricane that hit Corpus that pretty much demolished Corpus back in like 1912 or 1916, something like that. And it right. completely demo- and there's bodies still buried to this day all over the place from this natural disaster that took place. So I don't know that that is yeah, coinciding like with any of this. Still have to like siphon some kind of energy into yeah. it to all of a sudden yeah. like make it. This is a whole different fucking topic. Yeah, this is a whole different podcast. This is a whole different podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So so then I worked over the weekend. Um, I Saturday I went to go watch the Rocky Horror Show, the live play. I had never seen it before in a live play, and it was awesome. It was it was so great. And then I worked uh yesterday, just kind of hung out, went to the spirit store, got myself a new little Ghostbusters jacket and that Proton pack back there. Um, and that was it, man. What about you, Johnny D? Well, sirs, uh, I did normal work, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Um, Saturday was nice because I had an adult night out um, with some friends. Yeah. So there were six of us. We went out to a haunted house out in Rochester Way, which I've never been to. Um, it was funny because it was in a mall. So, like, you know, we've had a little haunt in our mall, but it's just like a little haunt. But this place is like, yo, we got five haunts, blah, blah, blah. So we got the fast pass and shit. And, dude, this thing was legit as fuck. It was awesome. Um and it was like the fast pass was only like 30 bucks. It was like 25 for normal or fast pass for 30. I'm like, sign me the fuck up, dude. Yeah, and yeah. right. And it was awesome, man. Like they had, there was one, it was like called Castle Manor or something like that. It was kind of like, I mean, everything was just its own little like facade or whatever. But then like the next one was contagion. So it was all like zombie outbreak shit. Third one was clowns. Fourth one was like, weird cabin but it had like michael myers in the beginning and then a bunch of other shit and the or i'm sorry that was the fourth the fifth one was actually my favorite dude and it was a krampus one oh nice awesome so they actually had like a big it didn't move or anything but it was like a big uh they actually had a big krampus out there with the actual krampus mask and shit like that and i'm just like fuck yeah dude and none of my friends had actually seen this movie besides me and my wife so i'm like oh damn it can't even talk about it um but that was cool because it's just that house in particular, if you think about how all us, all of us that love Halloween and everything, how we always get shit on. Because if you go to any store now, we're mid-October, not even not even mid-October, but we are. Halloween has already been shrunken down and Christmas has already fully taken over. I hate yep. saying it, but it's the truth and we all know it. But if you could turn Christmas into horror, I'm fucking game all day long yes because the amount of christmas shit they had going throughout the krampus like layout was just fucking awesome it just gave you some crazy ideas and just turning christmas some christmas shit into some really demented shit (laughs) um but no it was a blast uh and grabbed a t-shirt from there just because i liked it so much which it's nice because like i always we try to hit a different haunt every year like we were going to hit two other ones that we've hit but one we hit last year and the other one was like two years ago and like all right, the last year one, I can almost guarantee there's no changes from last year. If so, there's very minor. And the other one, questionable. So I was like, let's do something new. But that was really fun. 
Worked on my Halloween costume all day yesterday because I had the jive from that. And Which then I watched out this. Sweet, by the way, it's coming out fucking sweet. Thank you. Actually, I I also went to Spirits. So I picked up this dude because he was, uh, this was an older one. It was like the only one they had and it was on sale for 20 bucks. And I'm like, totally nice. fucking worth it. And for kind of looks big, like Tarman. Little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, and for my big fat head, it fits on there very loosely, which is like does not happen ever yeah. with any yeah. mask in my entire life. Um, yeah, so I did that, and then just went to got the burlap, which I'm always so good with working. And uh, when what did I go? Oh, I went to not Salvation Army, another like thrifty shopper picked up a fucking pants and jacket for like or pants and flannel for like nine bucks total, and. Uh, I got my, I went the scuba Steve route with his silent Bob and I went with the long black jacket, <laughs> yeah. nice. but I almost don't want to dirty it. So I could also do silent Bob at some point. <laughs> Cause I'm yes. like, Ooh, this would work too, but such uh, a simple, but effective cosplay. It really is dude. And it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, and people anyways, recognize enough, it so much more than anything else. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. But enough about this, enough about me, enough about us. Let's talk about what the fuck we are here to talk about. Seeing we are 26 minutes into this episode already. <laughs> yeah, talk about that shit. But we are here to talk about 1986's The Night of the Creeps, which yeah. was actually my pick. Uh, this was released in August 22nd, 1986. And I'll go with the plot rundown. I'll let you gentlemen take the rest. In 1959, an alien experiment containing vile slug-like organisms that possessed their host crashes to Earth, where one of the slugs takes over a young man at Lover's Lane. At, yeah. Hmm. Which, we need to talk about that in a second, but anyways. <laughs> um, as his day is hacked to pieces by an escape maniac. Flash forward to 1986, when hapless nerds Chris Romero and J.C. Cooper discover the corpse cryogenically frozen in their college lab and accidentally free it as part of a prank. The bro... I almost said it, the Brody. The Brody! <laughs> the Brody! The body unleashes its extraterrestrial passenger, which proceeds to infect the student population at breakneck pace. Detective Cameron, a man deeply affected by that fateful night in 1959, heads up the homicide investigation as a result of the escaped alien slugs. Now set loose on a college campus, the slugs infect the student body as the f- detective... Attempts to end the night of the creeps. Chad, Daddy, you want to take it away? Yeah. So this was directed by Fred Decker, the well-known director of Monster Squad, which was on another episode of ours that we did not cover. That was part of the pod swap that was done by the Beetle Bros. Yeah. He also directed RoboCop 3, written by Fred Decker, who actually, I I did not know this until reading this. He wrote... Godzilla 1985, not the original version, but the Americanized Raymond Burr version. Oh, nice. Uh, House 2, the second story, and The Predator. Not a good movie. I fucking love it. We're not going to even... I love You love... The house two. Yeah. I thought you were saying you love the predator. I'm like, oh, I was gonna say no, 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 no. House two, house two. Come on, guys. No, I... <laughs> uh, produced by Charles Gordon, who produced Die Hard and Die Hard Two, Die Harder. And Waterworld. Yeah, Yeah, Waterworld. Yeah, so I believe I will let Scuba Steve take over the cast list. All right, starring Jason Lively from National Lampoon's European Vacation. That's where I remember him from. I could not. I was uh, like, who the fuck? I was like, I know him from somewhere. He was fucking Russ. As Chris Romero. Mm. Steve Marshall from 21 Jump Street as James Carpenter, JC. Mm. 
Hooper. Mm. <laughs> Jill Whitlow adventures beyond belief and Freddy's Nightmare as Cynthia Cronenberg. You know, I Tom never Aikens. watched Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, they were, they it, were, wasn't, it wasn't great. I mean, they weren't horrible, but was it, it better was, than the Friday 13th series? Yes. Yes. No. I I think no. so. Oh. I like the I Friday the 13th so. series because it was at least interconnected. They're like it was a it kept the same people doing going throughout. Oh, okay, so it wasn't Freddy, just different stories. No, no, Freddy's Nightmares was like an anthology. Ah, okay. I I liked Freddy's Nightmares better than <laughs> Friday the 13th. Okay. Tom Akins from The Fog, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, My Bloody Valentine as Detective Ray Cameron, mm-hmm. Alan Kayser from Mama's Family as Brad, Wally Taylor, Escape from New York, Rocky 3, The Golden Child as Detective Landis, Bruce Solomon from Knott's Landing and Beverly Hills 90210 as Sergeant Ramey, David Paymer, Drag Me to Hell as Hollister, David Oliver, The Horror Show as Steve, Dick Miller from Gremlins the Howling. Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight as well. Yeah, I saw Dick Miller. I was like, again? Right? Two weeks in a row, Dick Miller. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks of Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Double Dick. (laughs) Fucking dicking down, dude. Somebody call my (laughs) ex-wife. Whoa! Boom. Oh, fucking A. All right. You want me to keep going or? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Music by Barry DeVorzen, The Warriors v. The Final Battle, Exorcist 3. Cinematography by Robert C. New, Prom Night and Lionheart. Edited by Michael K. New, House, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master, and Spawn. Distributed by TriStar Pictures, Runtime 88 Midgets. I finally got to say it. I finally got to say it. MPAA rating. That's not even going off because there was at least three midget actors in this movie that we know of. We didn't see the faces. Yeah, Yeah, that is true. Yep, aliens the beginning. MPAA rating R budget question mark really gross six hundred thousand. I couldn't find anything. Gross six hundred thousand and it only played on seventy screens. Really? No shit. I didn't know it was Mm -hmm. like that much. Like very limited. Yeah. Yeah. Neither am oh, I, shit. TJ. I am not PC either, so <laughs> cancel me. <laughs> He's an Apple, but no. Uh, <laughs> fuck in a boss man. If you want to hop in and give us a breakdown by chance, oh, that would be more than sexy. welcome to because we that would, would be to sexy you. to have him on the show, right? That would be fantastic because normally we would do that right now, but right now we're gonna have a little side note from a Bobby breakdown. Woo! Afternoon, ladies and gents of the Gormore Podcast. Sorry I will not be on tonight. Um, some unforeseen family events going on. But tonight, the boys will be discussing Night of Handsome the Creeps. Man. This film alone is a special place in my heart because growing up, this was my, like, zombie go-to creep movie, and I loved it, and I still do to this very day. Uh, Tom Atkins, Jason Lively... Uh, I say, I don't want to say star-studded lineup, but they all did very wonderful. And Tom Atkins is one of my favorite actors of all time. So you could probably tell he is my favorite character. (laughs) My favorite female is the female lead herself. Mm. And Jason Lively up there as a second runner-up next to Tom Atkins. I mean, the mustache ride. You can't go wrong with that. (laughs) But um, 
And it's such a fun movie. Um, as far as kills go, I would definitely say probably the whole... Uh, Third act? No. Oh. The... Uh, now I can't think... Um, <laughs> JC. He is probably my favorite... That uh, favorite scene, as well as... Um, my favorite kill is the janitor in that room when his head splits open because you ah, see his face before he goes in. Fair enough. I would definitely say that's my favorite kill. Um, you know, the cinematography is not nothing too um, exciting about, but it works for the movie. It's very well done. Not over the top, but still great. And, you know, just the way, just the way it looks. It's got that good, you know, it's kids in college, but it just gives you that nice b-movie especially with the black and white in the beginning b-movie feel but it's a very good b-movie and i highly recommend it so uh my rating for this movie i would give this a solid four for myself it's All such right. a great nice. movie and you know i mean again it's tom fucking atkins yeah buddy <laughs> because you know you know it's tom atkins get over it <laughs> so um i will join you guys back next week love you guys enjoy the movie and as always keep it creepy love you bobby oh that, wink, you, bobby. that was that was such a sexy wink right there it was right fucking a dude um all right well let's discuss yeah so this, this movie was like revenge of the nerds with alien meets, slugs yeah 100 percent with yep. stupid fraternity bros and oh, yeah. just yeah like it wasn't to the ex- full extent of revenge of the nerds no 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 no, no quad, but i could see where you're going with it but you sure. had like i mean the the both characters were obviously like not the popular kids on yeah. campus you know and, and they had that fraternity that was just bullying them you know and, and every college movie starts out like that you know mm-hmm. it, without if you take away the the killer slugs the zombie slugs or whatever you want to call them it's a 80s college fraternity movie you know hardcore yeah you could easily have gone to this this is yeah this is just college like comedy if you didn't even introduce the slugs you take out the slugs the whole movie is just those two guys trying to get laid yeah yeah pretty much that's all to me so it's super bad and <laughs> just start making it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, man, it's I, I loved it. This is my first watch, uh, first time watching this bad boy. And that's why I wanted to put it on our list. But it's great, man. I mean, I made us all watch uh, Slither before. So it makes sense why I would enjoy this for sure. I am absolutely thrilled that that is your reaction, because that's the exact reaction I was hoping. Doc, I, I just had a feel that you were going to love this. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. 100%. I'm not going to say it's like a, a five out of five by any means. No, not at all. But it's enjoyable as fuck. Very. Like, very straight. Nice. Like, so yeah. many hilarious one liners delivered by Tom so, Atkins. Okay. Can we just talk yes. about how they broke the fourth wall like at least two to three times within like the first like 10 to 20 minutes of the movie? That right there just sets the precedence for the whole movie, man. And if you don't enjoy those like liners, right? God damn it. What am I stuck in a B movie? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, I was sold right fucking there, dude. Not that, not that, uh, Tom Atkins doesn't sell me anyways, but you know what I mean? Like, just, and even though the kills themselves weren't like straight on camera, like we didn't get nasty, nasty stuff, the gore used for like after effects or, I would say even the heads like 
splitting open, like that was really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it, it was, dude, it was just a fun fucking movie. They, like, they weren't the best effects, but they were effective. Right. Yeah. It, it's like, it's, it's like riding a roller coaster. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but it's a fuck ton of fun. Right? Yes. Like, it's, I mean, dude, Atkins always plays a great cop. And the fact that he's playing like the main lead, like investigator cop, like that's just because I just love the way he, his dynamic of talking to his officers and even the two, like our two main guys here. Like he just doesn't speaking, give a shit. Speaking of Tom Atkins and cop, he was also in Maniac Cop. So that's another. One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's another one. Yep. That was another one we covered. Dang. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we are the unofficial Tom Atkins podcast. Yeah, buddy. So, did you guys notice the aliens at the beginning? That they kind of, to me, they look like the alien, like the like the baby dinosaur from the show Dinosaurs. Yes, a little. Yes, it's the color. It's the color, Mama. It was that like weird peachish color, like. And I I had completely forgot. I couldn't get over their fucking mouths, dude. Like, I wish they just like left them. I wish they closed them. Like, why do they? Ah. They're not I had completely they didn't have a nose. How about Mr. <laughs> yes, I forgot yeah. that completely about the aliens that that's how the movie started because I hadn't seen this in such a long time. And I was like, what the fuck am I? Did I put the right movie on? And <laughs> then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. This is fucking aliens. It has aliens. in well, it. The, See, that's the funny thing, because the first time I movie, it was on like USA up all night. Probably okay. this year. But all night don't think i saw the beginning so the second time i saw it and i saw these aliens at the beginning i was like what the fuck am i watching what is this <laughs> it's like if they didn't show you the title card first where they actually went through and it was just like it just showed you the slow like creeps yeah i could totally see why you'd get confused <laughs> as fuck because you come in and that's totally 80 like the way the craft and everything said that's great 80s sci-fi perfect yeah, and then all of a sudden, like you blink, and then you're in black and white, 1959. You're like, "What the fuck's going on here?" I'm watching the Blob, and <laughs> like, dude, I don't know. That whole intro was just insane, honestly. Oh, like, but, yeah, I love, I love the whole axe murder extra crap, and like, it is so cool because it's like it starts has that 50s cheesy sci-fi. It came from outer space vibe. Yeah. Dude, I but instantly it, it thought carried of the that vibe. It it carried that vibe the entire movie because even when they were in in the eighties, for me, it felt like they didn't even have to do that big of a like a jump in time because it still felt like the fifties, especially when they're like all dressed up for prom and stuff. It just felt right. very fifty-ish to me. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, as definitely. we've discussed on prior shows, eighties was super in love with the fifties. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's just every thirty year, every decade loves. 30 years, 30 years before. Yeah. yeah. And, and a, uh, Tom did not age at all. The 90s. When Tom. they showed when they showed Tom in the 50s, he looked exactly like he did 30 years later. <clears throat> like there was like no age difference in him at all. I was like, well, okay. except yeah. He didn't I, I, dude, all first right. of all, what a great way to bring in Tom Atkins into this movie. Let me just say that like his open his opening scene yeah. was fantastic. Just sipping fucking margaritas on a beach in a suit, getting from reading a fucking book. Yeah, like I I was so confused in that whole scene. I'm like, so what? What is Tom Atkins in this movie? Like some rich, and my my wife's like, what's he doing? I'm like, he's living the fucking life. I could tell you that. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
this girl's coming out of the water and she's not wet. What the fuck is going? I'm like, oh, wait, we're in a dream. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but, oh, man. Like, picture, I can almost picture that that's legit lives his life. I would hope. But there's probably more hookers. Hope. It's possible. That's always a good thing. Maybe. <laughs> it can be. Right? It can be. Can be. That's right. But, I mean, dude, this, it, this movie was just, like I said, it was fun. Like, that, that's all it was. Like, it wasn't anything, like, I didn't think there was a lot of, like, open-ended questions, really, with it or anything like that. You know what I mean? It was just kind of, here it is. I feel like the whole side plot of the axe murder or anything, like, it was cool, but I feel like it almost also wasn't needed. It really wasn't. I liked it, like, though. I liked it. It, it wasn't. It was Go ahead. I guess it was kind of needed to set up the whole PTS that uh, Atkins' character had. No, I, I get looked, that. Because look, look what at what we—he's about. He was about to blow his ass up when Jay, when uh, fucking what's his name came and knocked on his door. Because you see, and his, his fucking oven doors open. It's getting ready to fill with gas, and that's why he was sitting there. He was going to blow himself up. Yep. Yeah, you're right. What's funny is that for some reason didn't even like dawn on me when I saw that. <laughs> he just said, no, and I was yeah. thinking like, what? Maybe was he waiting for the slugs? at that point? Did he know that the axe mor- the axe murder was already back? No, I don't think he, he didn't did. Know I think yet, right? I don't. Think I think so. he had suspect like he had some weird suspicion because of the way that the first bot guy's uh, head was split because no. he thought it was an axe wound, and he was even asking the, his buddy there, but. I mean, there was always that thought. But I, don't, I mean, like I said, it was cool, but I guess it, it re- and I could be looking way too far into it. But because like that dude was already a rotted corpse, like they clearly like brains. That's why they all went to the basement because they had a jar full of brains. But like, wouldn't that dude's brain be like almost nothing at this point for like almost 30 years of just, and you, you know, he wasn't even properly like, in, he wasn't embalmed or anything. He was fucking shot and buried in the dirt. So it's like, I don't. And why was it dormant for so long? What do you mean? Why, why was oh, it dormant? Like the, why well, it probably it took no the, activity afterwards? It probably took the slugs, I figured, like, time to get down to it. But it's like, I feel like they nestle in the brain. But if there's no brain there, like, what is it doing? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know exactly. It's a, the, it's uh, a B-horror movie. Don't look yeah. into it. No, I know. Yeah, you're looking too deep. I probably was looking <laughs> way too far into that shit. But. It was like, no, dude, it's just zombies and slugs, and that's all we need to know. And, you know, and this is one of those movies that you can't go into thinking you're going to watch a serious horror movie. This Fuck is, no. This is a fun B-movie, and that's what you need to have in your head going to watch this. Some people don't appreciate movies like that. I love fucking movies like that, and this I mean, movie delivers everything I love, that you I love want. some of the... I love some of the little subconscious cliches that they kind of threw in here too. Like uh, at the beginning, like I don't know why, but I swear, like in every '50s sci-fi or horror movie, it seems like the main character is named Johnny. There's always Johnny yeah. in these yeah. old movies. Johnny, always. Yep. And, and another cliche that they had, and it was kind of like almost like again, like a little subtle one, was every movie, like every time it shows the coroner, he's always fucking eating a sandwich. 
Because yeah, okay, and yeah. he was doing he it in every in scene. Phobia. They do it in arachnophobia. Yeah, and they just need to do that to show how comfortable that dude is around dead bodies. <laughs> around dead. I bodies, feel like yeah. that's the only real yeah. reason they do that. But they yeah. didn't. It's one of those things. Like, yeah, they don't really need to do this, you know. But it's they're always eating some, and it's always a sandwich. It is. It's always like a really loose, like ham sandwich or something. There's always like <laughs> lettuce, like a piece Shit, of lettuce like, and floppy yeah, hanging exactly, out. Exactly. 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 There's yeah, always and, a bread. There's always a Brad as a douche. Always a Brad, dude. Chad. That dude's oh my God. sometimes a Chad. <laughs> First of all, I got to say, Brad's hair bothered the fuck out of me with that beat, that bleach bottle blonde, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on with that shit. It was bad, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got to say, one of my favorite hairs. scenes, one of my favorite scenes was the classic 80s montage scene of everybody getting ready for the dance. So. I love that scene. My wife bitched at that scene. And my wife Let me ask, because he's like because the shower titties. Right. She's like, shower why do you guys titties. get a pan shot of titties, but we don't get a pan shot of dick? I go, first and foremost, you did get a pan shot of titties because it showed a bunch of dudes in the mirror. So I'm like, nipples for nipples. And she's like, it's not the same. I'm like, it's the same. <laughs> it I'm should like, be the same. Equality. Like, damn if it. we got Bush, then you'd get dick. I, I would say that would be fully equal. That would yes. be equal. But it, it, it's tits for tits like i just i love i love that scene because it shows the women they're getting all their makeup on their hair already and it shows the guys getting drunk and falling down the fucking stairs <laughs> right which is exactly like they're just promise ex- that, exactly what it would be exactly like yep. like any prom that's just weekends bro yeah it's just true, like yeah. we're gonna go out for the weekends and it's like the dudes are fucking around for two hours before and pregame and then the girls are actually getting ready <laughs> Nothing wrong I just want to comment on your on your shirts, fellas. I love yeah. the nostalgia with the shirts. <laughs> we love them. We were Chad before you came on. That. Before you came on, I said we look like a couple of fucking toddlers because I got a Toys R Us shirt. <laughs> and <got> modern life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, you're right, Tyler. That was literally the most realistic scene. Like that. And like Again, I said, my another, favorite another one-liner. My favorite one-liner. It's Miller time. I don't know why. I just right? fucking loved that fucking. <laughs> like, I loved it. Wh- that why? line itself is another it 80s matter? cliche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because Venkman said it at the end Those of Ghostbusters. Busters. That's right. Yep. It's Miller yeah. time. That's right. Fucking a, dude. No, this movie was great, and uh, yeah, it's a lot. You of fun. guys feel the same way, and I think we should hear from our beloved man from Down Under. That's all well and yeah. good, boys, but Katie's cutting Whoop. in. <laughs> snip fucking snip well yeah, folks it is I your DKB here back for another episode of Gore and More and this week I'm here to talk to you about Night of the Creeps now I am going to keep it short and sweet this week as you can tell by my face I am absolutely <laughs> fucking tired <laughs> yes, he looks worn out on set he looks old today so mm, long hours anywho I'm here to tell you why I think this is a fantastic fucking film. And that is mainly due to the fact that it has this comedic element or overall tone of the film that hits on so many levels, whether or not it is the acting that brings it to the table, it is the -the over-the-top practical effects of violence. And I eat that shit up every day of the goddamn week. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fantastic stuff. I mean, Tom Atkins is in there with his uh, quick, witty dialogue and lines that... Like I just badass. It's just B movie fucking badass festival. <laughs> I love that shit. Yep. <laughs> I eat it up. Give it to me. 
give it to me, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, other than the man himself, I mean, yeah, like I said, the acting is actually really good. I mean, you really feel for the, you really feel for the nerds, uh, and you really fucking hate the jocks. And when mm-hmm. they get what they get coming to them, you're like, yes, couldn't have happened to a better person. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, my little rant. Yeah, no, this film is absolutely fun to watch. I mean, you can take this to a party anywhere, put it on, have a fucking good time, have a few beers, talk absolute shit around it, and have a laugh. I mean, it's definitely one of them very underrated and underappreciated horror films from the 80s that needs to be spoken about more in the world of horror. So, yeah, I mean, overall, fantastic fucking film. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. This week, I'm going to give it a solid, uh, I'm going to give it a 4.2. Damn, nice. Like I said, I enjoy it every time I watch it. And it really should have spawned at least a sequel, if not two. Yes. Yes. Just saying. Anyway, this is your DKB signing out. Um, Enjoy your night, gentlemen, and I shall talk to you next week. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Thank you once again, buddy. Like I said before we went live, Slither could have easily been a sequel to Night of the Creeps. I'm saying we never got a sequel to Slither. Honestly, I I could rant about that, too, because they left that fucking wide open. But I I think the main reason is James, James Gunn became so hugely popular after doing that. He just doesn't have time to do it. Could you imagine if he came back and did Slither now? That would like, be the, fucking great. The budget he would get. And all oh the cameos God. that would be in it. Because the cameos, I mean, the, the people that were in the first Slither was fucking great. Bro, if you don't bring back, uh, what's his name? I'd, if, I'd be pissed. Nathan Fillion? Yeah. Like, he'd have to be back, dude. I'll tell you what, bring like, him back. Bring him back, but also add in Chris Pratt. And just have them banter back and forth through the whole movie. Yes, that would be fucking. See, epic. I was gonna kind of go on a weird, off-random tangent of somebody who's not big right now, but I still love. And honestly, that would be almost David Duchovny. I don't know why, but I feel like they because would have evolution. Come in. Evolution. Yeah, I can guarantee I think, that's like, why. Their banter with that would be. I think it would also be fantastic. It'd feel yeah, a little bit more intellectual too great. than Chris Brown that would be. <laughs> but hey, man. This movie should add a sequel, like especially with the ending we saw and yeah. the other one that you explained as well. Yeah. Like it, they both left it open, yes, and if did. you went crazy into it to where you actually had like the aliens, I mean they're already on Earth, right? So like you actually had them be more involved into it or something. That dude, it can go off the fucking rails. I think that would be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that if I would that I would want a sequel that had more time with the aliens only because the way that they looked was very like <laughs> i'm not saying like a know. lot like the whole movie i'm just saying just like just keep them in it you know what i mean like just yeah. don't i mean they weren't all badass like the them. bounty hunters and, and critters no. or no. anything no, but... no, no 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 oh yeah that that's way different <laughs> but uh i think uh we should take a quick peek behind that curtain chat daddy what do we got i th- think that is a splendid idea all the last names of the directors are based on famous horror and sci-fi directors george a romero john carpenter toby hooper david cronenberg james cameron john landis sam raimi and steve minor are some of the names that they use fucking love it bravo love it. bravo with that i especially right. love the, the addition of steve minor because he's not as well known as the others that's true but that's 
Awesome. Uh, graffiti on the wall of the men's room where JC's trying to escape <gasps> a number of the slugs reads, Go Monster Squad. Yeah. Monster Squad. Does it? Yep. Yes, it does. <sighs> That's awesome. Which is which is funny because it came out after this. After. Yeah. Right. So apparently, I'm guessing so he wrote it and it was in the works before this. Uh, this, and I believe uh, Bobby mentioned this, is uh, Tom Atkins' favorite movie of his own. Wait, say it again. I apologize. This is Tom Atkins' favorite movie of his own that he did. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, nice. This is his personal nice. favorite. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Brody threw me off because he threw yeah, a I was reading comment. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on with YouTube over here? <laughs> Sorry. And he's not wrong. Brody said the aliens look like the alien from Fire in the Sky crossed over with Station Phil and Ted. <laughs> Station! <laughs> not wrong at all. Uh, the movie The House Mother's Watching on TV is Plan 9 from Outer Space from 1957. Nice. According to director sci-fi. Fred Decker, the prominent Striper Rules graffiti visible in the bathroom scene appeared due to makeup artist Kyle Sweet's relationship with f- her future husband, Striper frontman Michael Sweet. Oh, nice. Uh, obviously, I was trying to Corman, read all that graffiti. I don't know if you. Yeah, guys I couldn't quite catch it all either. either. No. Uh, obviously, Corman Uni- University is a reference to uh, Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. A fair share of the film was sold Woolworth's department store that was converted into a makeshift studio. Yeah, that's awesome. That haunted house. I was so they didn't. It was in a Hollywood old, studio. That old haunted house, or the haunted house I went to this weekend, was in an old Burlington Co. Factory, <laughs> which is also scary, but. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> the was filmed after principal shooting had wrapped. After a rough cut was shown to the test audience, several people thought more action. So this particular sequence was added to the movie. Fred Decker took the reshoot opportunity to add the scene of the zombie feet going up the fire escape, some minor beats in the living room, and Cameron grabbing the slug in midair. That was awesome. Yeah! <laughs> not gonna fucking go in my mouth okay so this was not the only fred decker script which included zombies attacking humans around 1988 uh decker and his friend shane black uh worked together on writing mm. a final draft of the script titled shadow company it was actually the first script that shane black wrote he wrote it for a year before he wrote the first draft to lethal weapon uh the script was to be an action horror film about a group of U.S. Special Forces who died during the Vietnam War, and years later, their bodies, bodies were brought uh, The soldiers were members of a secret army experiments. They rise up from the graves as rotting, unstoppable zombies. The zombie soldiers would have raided the nearby town base and proceeded to destroy the town in which they were buried, killing everyone in it and wiping it off, basically wiping off the face mat during Christmas night. Uh, the movie was going to be directed by John Carpenter sometime in 89, produced by Walter Order Hill and the starring Kurt, but it never got the original script by Black and Decker did gain a cult following. Unfortunately, that would a cool movie. Yeah, that would have been, been a fucking great epic, bro. The fact that you just you the, you said all that shit and then you threw on Christmas Day that so would have been my just favorite made Christmas, Christmas movie. movie on yeah. top of that, on top of Carpenter directing and and holy and shit, Kurt dude. Russell starring that would have been a fantastic and Kurt movie. Russell. Fuck, what the fuck. Why didn't we get that? In another part of the multiverse, that movie exists. Get Russell fighting zombies on Christmas Day. Fuck. What the? Dude, that would be an amazing Christmas movie. God damn it. 
If that would have gotten made, people would have been like, Die Hard? What's Die Hard? I've never heard of Die Hard. Exactly. Right? They're like, no, man, have you seen this shit? <laughs> By the way, Lethal Weapon is also a Christmas movie. Technically, yes. I always go with Batman uh, Returns as my favorite Christmas movie. I still got to go with Die Hard. It, it's fucking Die yeah. Hard. I like Batman. I'm not talking about this. And Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> 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 Director Fred, Fred Decker originally wanted to shoot the film entirely in black and white. No. Mm, if they'd have kept it in the 50s. Yes. Yes. But okay, I'll, I'll agree with that. 50s, see, I don't yes, understand. but 80s, no. You hear so often that certain certain filmmakers want to shoot their movies in black and white. And I don't... Not like not everything needs to get the nostalgia thing, but don't shoot it in black and white. See it in black and white. If they want to see yeah, a like, black and white horror movie, they're going to throw in like a universal movie. Like, I just, I'm not saying a black and white movie couldn't be done well, like, especially with like different lighting effects and shit now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's crazy shit out there you could do. Justice League. But the Zack Snyder Justice League in black and white was fucking epic. Okay. But you watched it wait, keep... in black and white. Mm -hmm. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he has it in black and white yep. too. Really? Yep. Why? It just I don't know. Was. I guess it was good. I'm not saying it wasn't, but I feel like the black and white doesn't add nor take a. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I guess like the last black and white movie I saw was fucking Sin City. So it's like, but I feel like that was just specifically like that, that had like that noir. Yeah, like that. Okay, so there was that. Sin City had it had to be in black and white because the comics were in black and white. It didn't right. Yeah. Yeah. black and white. Now, the spirit did not. That movie shouldn't even existed, but that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I never watched that. Me neither. Fucking terrible. That's all you need to know. And yeah, save yourself two hours. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah, Daddy, what Continuing else you got, on. Buddy? Uh, Greg Nicotero and Howard Berger play zombie extras. Burger. Zombie Burger. Has the same line, dead guys don't walk away by themselves, followed by a shot of a dead guy walking down the street as the monster squad in 87. <laughs> yes, they so do they that with the mummy. That. Yeah, with the mummy. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Love monster squad. Man, I really wish we really, really would have had a chance. I mean, we could always. Instead like, of having, giving that one up. We could always do it next year. I mean, I don't see why not. Like a re-review or something like that. Just throw it in. Just oh, yeah. Robo's right. Uh, Tom, Tom Atkins was in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lethal Weapon. Or was I here? Uh, Detective Cameron says, throw me five times in this movie. And Chris says it once. Thrill me. Yep. I honestly thought he said it more than that. What was that one? The okay, so you know, the, the blonde girl that answered the door to uh, Brad when he was a zombie. What the fuck did she keep saying? She was saying some weird 80s shit that I have no idea. I didn't even understand it. Chad A looks frozen as fuck right now. Uh, you frozen? Chad, are you there, bud? Chad is, that is frozen oh, as physic. That's right. I think he is. All right. Um, I'm going to pop him out. That's what and she said. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So while we wait for Chad Daddy to come back, uh, I do not have any behind the scenes notes. So. <laughs> I don't have any behind the scenes shit either. But Woo! 
the only thing that we can really talk about is the alternate ending maybe Ooh, yes okay so, so we didn't see the alternate ending but chad told us about the alternate ending and in the ending that we all saw we see detective cameron walking all burnt burnt mm-hmm. to shit the slugs explode his head they take off into the fucking woods and then we see the cemetery and you hear this hum and then you see the spaceship of the aliens scanning i guess they're scanning for the fucking slugs in the cemetery yeah look, that's what i guess too and then in the alternate ending which he said it was the theatrical ending they yes the dog is found and one of the girls is like oh come here puppy and the fucking dog shoots a slug out of his mouth adding another kill to the dog's number of kills yeah, right? the that, dog that killed dog more list. yeah that dog killed more people than anybody else in the movie so chad daddy just to keep you up to speed uh because we didn't have any behind the scenes we talked about the different endings that you let us know about are you good buddy one second here guy no i'm not hold on no problem sir you yeah, are let me, fine let me let me attach my extender second word well it's a uh, live show and you just gotta keep on rolling baby. that's fucking right like dude. lip biscuit said bro yeah Bro, Lip Biscuit side note, we're fucking going there. <laughs> Keep rolling. Have rolling, you rolling, heard the new rolling. song? No, I have not. What the shit? What? No, I have not. Dro- Fred dropped a new fucking track last week, straight up called Dad Vibes. He's, fuck- he, he's taking it all in. It's fucking great. I know the boss man's listened to it, dude. I've been dancing around myself for about a week to it. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. It totally has 2003 Limp Biscuit flavor, which is fucking awesome. And it's just Fred Durst just totally owning where the fuck he is now. So. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. As he should. Right. Fuck yeah. Dude, the limp is coming back, man. <laughs> what the hell did I miss? <laughs> we had a limp, limp biscuit side discussion. Because you said, I'll be right back. I said, nice. that's right. It's a live show. We got to keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Shit. Well done. Okay. Uh, Fred Decker included every B-movie cliche, assisted on directing the script himself. Aha. Nice. Like I said. Fuck yeah. You know, I was pointing out some of the, the, the little cliches. Uh, Fred Decker didn't want to do some or guys in suits for the opening glimpse of the ship, but he still wanted them to appear different from the norm, so he ended up putting little people <laughs> in suits. I got to say it. We told people. Too. It didn't occur to him that it could get a laugh from the goal, and he thinks it gave the audience a laugh going forward. Keep it kind of lighthearted and make it more fun. Yeah, definitely. The spaceship model was used. The spaceship model used was later reused Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, Christ. Deep Space Nine inches. Ooh. Fred Decker said the DVD commentary that <laughs> the scene the, the scene where Cynthia Top was originally to leave viewers wondering if she was going to show her boobs. The idea was are we seeing them or aren't we and then they wait until the last beat and then she turns around the idea there's obviously nudity makes your heroine more vulnerable yeah yeah and yeah it does kind of show that back shot for a good like 30 solid seconds and I, like, oh, I was like are we gonna see i boob? wonder what's gonna, gonna happen Boobies! and it's like it's <laughs> quick turnaround and right before the drop it's like oh all right she was quite delicious they yeah, weren't she was yeah they weren't half bad either. Uh, Phil's become something of a signature for Fred Decker and has been included somehow in all of his movies since. That's awesome. You know what? She showed her scene where she Chris didn't die. Listen, she did not. Sorry. Good. Th- good. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, am I frozen, guys? The screen by any chance? Uh, uh, you're, you're you're glitchy. You're not. Yeah, you're full green frozen. now, though. It you is, were in the yellow, so yeah, now you're good. Go. It's, it's full. Gr- it's full green here, but you guys are completely frozen. Hmm. No, we're good. Okay, yes, there we go. Good. Okay, it's good now. Okay, uh, just listen to JC's T challenge due to Lively's playfulness. Fred Decker put photos of atrocities around the actor and told him to, to various points in the scene. You can see him look at the Auschwitz. That it was really important to him that he takes the scene seriously. That's kind of horrible. Hmm. Putting scenes of Auschwitz. Around, I mean, right? You're like, yo, man, I get, need you to get in a really I mean, like depressed a- state. Check like, I can kind of understand it, but that's kind of like maybe going a little bit too far. Be like, yo, dude, just think about your puppy and then get it, it get run over. Like, that's all you need to go. Like, you don't need to go to fucking extermination of us peop- of people. Like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Milo Livingston, a uh, friend of mine, he just said hi. Uh, the, happy birthday. Oh, what's up, Milo? It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, happy Milo. birthday, sir. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. So, uh, JC is the person who speaks after being infected by the slugs. Everyone else was zombified as soon as they're infected or used for incubation. I never understood why that was. Uh, and that just brings me up another point that kind of irritated me in the movie was the uh, the girl that was infected. The girl with the cat? Show, yeah, because when yeah, she yeah. got infected, that was like the day before. Right, and then all of a sudden she decided to just change when Atkins happened to be there. And it just seemed kind yeah, of that Yeah, that was very... I didn't even think about uh, that. Illogical. Well, no, because I thought about because I was like, wait, didn't she get infected from the cat? And it was, mm-hmm. but it was just a very, like, in comparison to everybody else, which was instant, like, once it's in your mouth, dude, you're fucked. Maybe, it, maybe mm-hmm. because it was a different species that it came from, it took longer to gestate. Maybe, maybe it was a smaller slug coming out of the cat. I don't know. But, but the dog, it got the Bradster right away. Dog is man's True. best friend, dude. That oh. dog, like I said, man, that dog was the <laughs> master assassin of this fucking movie right here. Yep, the dogs be taking everybody. Like out. you guys, and I even wrote it down, down in my notes. So I, I, every time we do a movie, and they said, yes, see, like I give the different people, and then number five, an entire fucking frat bus. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have a number. Like you can't even count. Yeah, that's just too many. You couldn't even count it. And we they should were like add that to the notes. Frat guys too. What's that? Kill count. Kill count for the film. Count. That I mean, we, we could do that. That'd be pretty easy. And make sure we all have the like to see if we all get the same number or not. That'd be kind of fun. Challenge. All right. Challenge. That. But even, even even if you think it might be too much, I'd like to keep track of it anyway. Really? Uh, Love it. You are. You guys already talked about the different ending, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. So I can skip over that. I don't even. Uh, there's a whole bunch there. Uh, yeah. That 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 was the last part was me discussing the the different endings. Alrighty. All right. And you guys already got well, that. Gentlemen, so. we are. All Thank right. You, Let's jump into. Uh, no problem. Thank you for uh, giving us the info before the show. Um, Absolutely. Let's jump into these questions. Gentlemen, what format and where was this watched on? I watched it on Amazon. I also watched it on Amazon. And may I say, the UHD quality on that was fucking mint. It was good. Mint. Dude, that shit looks so good. I watched it on the... Yeah, I watched it on the the original Sony Blu-ray, not the Scream version. And oh, okay. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really, uh, you know, done to not quite UHD, but still pretty nice. I wonder, did Scream Factory do a 4K release of this movie? Is that maybe why Amazon has the UHD? Or no, something? no, I don't think it. I don't think they have yet. I could okay, be mistaken, but I don't remember seeing it. Anymore. Let's say whoever uploaded like that copy, whoever has that physical, I need to fucking purchase that because that shit was fucking beauteous. Like it looked great when it was the black and white in the fifties, dude. But then when it yeah. went to the fucking color and you're just walking on Sorority Row right there, dude, that shit looked so intense and awesome and just vibrant, like. It was a great looking copy. It's funny because I was sitting there like thinking if Scream does a 4K reissue of this, I am all on board for it. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll buy that in a heartbeat. Yep. As soon as it fucking gets put mm-hmm. out. Pretty all right. right. Shit. Well, I feel like this one's going to be an easy one, but the douche of the film 
Brad. The Bradster. The Bradster. Bradster. The whole fucking fraternity. What were they? The betas? The betas. The guy. Fuck the betas. Even called himself Bradster on the phone with his girlfriend, for God's sake. It's like, yo, Cynthia. Dude, his license plate, Bradster. His fucking license plate said Bradster, dude. Come on. I like the only thing douchier than that was like maybe the. Well, I don't even know he's a douche. I just like that guy, but he never said anything. Was the one random frat guy you always saw that just had a mustache and a mullet? I don't know why that dude just seems like he could party. <laughs> That's what you mean. You didn't have any lines. But yep. That dude just looks yep. like a party. That mustache dude is where it's fucking at. Uh, Tyler, that I hope dude you're right, got dude. more. I'll tell you that that What's frat that? guy you just described probably got more action than the Badster ever did. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to say, I almost bet Unibrow dude gets more action than the Bradster. I feel like Bradster is kind of going like high end women where unibrow dude, he's just shooting his shot anywhere, dude. He don't give a shit. <laughs> that unibrow was so bad. I think you're right. That was. <laughs> and I feel like I've seen unibrow and something else. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look up unibrow. I, I, I know. Yeah, I've right? seen That's random ass. What was, do you remember? What the hell was his name in this? Do you remember? The Steve? He said the name and then he said like five other names when he came back. He's like, what was your name again? Like he, know, he started oh, going shit. through a list, but like, what do you say? Like Biff, Ted, he even said uh, Chad. I think he did say Chad. You're right. He did. But, uh, all right. So douche of the movie definitely goes down to the Bradster for sure. Oh yeah. It's the Bradster down. without, without a doubt. All right. Favorite kill gentlemen of night of the creeps. Ooh. Okay, favorite kill. I gotta give it to the scene when they're in the uh, the little shed and they're getting attacked, okay. and he runs over the fucking zombie's head with a lawnmower. That that was a that was a fun one. That and that was a good like cinematic shot of it too, because I'm assuming they're an- obviously animated, but they even had the blades in the shot. Like that was a nice like Evil Dead esque kind of shot. I would almost dare say. Yeah. Or what was like that? Uh, dead alive with the with the. Ooh, there water. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just that super yes. hardcore like POV. Just like. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with the axe kill in the 50s because that was pretty fucking brutal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. it's hard to argue with that. That. Yeah. Dude, that girl, that poor girl, man. Like, she didn't even get fucked by the alien. She got fucked by the random psychopath that just happened to be out, too. Like, (laughs) oh, man. You know, I almost have to agree with Bobby, dude. The the janitor in the bathroom. I think that, like, that that was just... It might have been in the whole inclusive of the scene, but... What he kept saying over and over, the janitor, when he was laughing... Oh, uh, laughed like... um, Screaming like banshees. Scream like oh, benchies. Yeah. Scream like benchies. Fucking A. <laughs> Poor janitor. You knew he was going to get it. Yeah. Like, God damn it. All right. So that leads to our best scene. For me, I'm going to have to say third act, dude, uh, in front of the frat house. Or in front of the, uh, that wasn't the frat house, but the the lady frat house there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking when uh, actually they had the flamethrower and shit like that. I think that like that whole play out was great dude all them like attacking the yard and their heads like fucking splitting open and shit like my my favorite scene was uh when he's getting surrounded and he sees the picture of of his ex up on the wall and he just fucking just boom 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 fucking takes everybody out that was my favorite scene I, good one too. I got a couple to pick one pick from because I love this the 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 80s montage of them getting ready. Fair. And I don't, I don't know. I just I just really love that scene. The the scene where he's try where he hits the uh flamethrower from the uh police oh, station. Oh from uh, 
Dick Miller. Dick Miller. <laughs> Dick Miller's flamethrower. And, <laughs> and and I also like the scene where the the axe murderer comes back and he just breaks through the. That was actually kind of cool, man. Especially like them just blasting the shit out of him in the alleyway and then here fucking Atkins comes just leaping over a fucking fence to get the yeah they made him out. all badass too because that dude they did man like straight up and he just yeah. boom still has a shotgun in his yeah, hand like he just le- leaped over that shit he, he leaped over that fucking fence <laughs> bro he was Batman he was fucking oh, I, I, I gotta go with the, the flame where he gets the flamethrower it's just Every word out of Atkins's mouth is just pure gold in that scene, dude. He's he's golden this whole movie, man. Like just his, yeah, his, yeah. His lines are perfect because he's just say, he's just he just charms his way into getting that talking Dick Miller to giving that flamethrower, and then he starts and he just asks for the requisition for him, and he just cocks his shotgun and points it at him. Yep. <laughs> right. This is my requisition form. I will say, even though that's the scene I said was my favorite scene, the one problem I did have with it, and I never understood, is. Why the fuck did the two main characters keep switching weapons? Yeah. They were like, yeah, this scene. They're like hey, either. you wear the flamethrower. Now I'm going to wear the flamethrower. Okay, now you wear the flamethrower again. It's like, wait, what are we doing here? Why do we keep doing this? <laughs> and uh, man, I okay, I'm not, and I'm not being sexist at all. This is not me being sexist. This is just me being me. If I knew that fire was the only way to fucking kill these slugs, I would not depend on somebody else to be ready with that fucking flamethrower. I would have so, just yep. kept the fucking flamethrower for myself. And now, this isn't a se- everybody. I don't think this wasn't a sexist question because I, I thought you were going to go where I was thinking. Like, personally, I think now it was a 12 gauge. Anybody that shot a 12 gauge has some kit. Yes. She was a tiny framed girl, but that's yes. not saying she can't shoot a 12 gauge, right? Right. Yeah. What I want to know is what would be worse, shooting the 12 gauge with the kick or how heavy that fucking flamethrower is. Like, she gave her that flamethrower and that shit was, you got three tanks, dude, that are full of fuel. That's got to be pretty fucking heavy, I would imagine. Like a solid 75 to 100 pounds, I would. That'd be my guess. You know what I mean? Like, I could be wrong, but I just, I don't know. It just seemed like a weird, like, I would have went flamethrower myself. I feel like. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I'm saying. I would have went with flamethrower because. Regardless of if you shoot these motherfuckers, you know the slugs are going to come out. Why not just burn them to the, at, at the beginning? Which that was my huge question when she finally lit that one dude's face. And I'm like, okay, now why didn't you do that 20 people ago? Exactly. You didn't yep. need to shoot them to expose the slugs. Just burn them. It'll burn the fucking slugs. Mm-hmm. Like, but once again, B movie. B movie, yeah. B movie. Yeah, we're, yep. Don't, no need to overthink it. No, 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 no. Uh, opening scene hook you in. Yes. Yes, it did. Very much so. So if it's the title card, no. Aliens? Yes. Yes. So pink, fluffy aliens. I don't know how you guys feel about credits prior to the movie. I know it's one thing I'm not huge on. I know my wife hates it, but I mean, I don't know if it's so, like, like there's movies that I feel like does it better than this one personally did. Like Reanimator. Like Reanimator is a really cool, like intro credits scene because it's just got great music and all this weird the fly. and shit going on. Fly was also great. The fly. Fuck, Fantastic what was that one music. that Monty uh, Python and the Holy Grail? Another what was that one we reviewed? <laughs> What's that one we reviewed about the fucking house? And it was like a 70s flick and it was like a haunted house. And then they had like this machine. <gasps> um, what? We, oh, that was just a fucking couple months ago. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what fucking movie was that? That was a cool movie. Because that the, had the, 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 haunt, the haunting of Hell House. The ha- yes. yes. That, oh, like, that had the credits beforehand and that, that was awesome. Right. So, so like I said, it works with some good. movies. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes, like this one, I felt like it kind of went a little, like I wish it was a little faster. Yeah. 
just saying myself, but for the actual opening, fuck yeah, dude. Crazy 80s midget aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say it. All right. Um, <laughs> most attractive character besides Tom Atkins. Ah, most oh. attractive female character. Uh, the, the main Dude, girl, I guess. The main she's one. Cynthia, she was really cute. She was really cute. She was she's got a horrible last name, but yeah, but she had like a pink ranger, pink ranger vibe kind of going on for me, dude. I don't know what it was. Like, I think it's just the the cute brunette. But yeah, she was. And, and we saw she her was boobs, super so. cute. And we saw her boobs. And she, she did. didn't die. And which is like ultimate horror movie fucking cliche. If you show your titties, you're gonna die. Right. And she was the first one. Like when they were all sitting there at the aftermath, she looked up at him. She's like, wow. You got a nice suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, obviously Atkins though, dude. Like Atkins with yeah. that stash and just his charisma alone. Like, and he went out like a badass, bro. He yes, went he out did. smoking a cigarette. I love that he was still smoking a cigarette. <laughs> all charred yep. the fuck. Like realistically, if this was not a B movie and his body was next to said explosion that he caused off, there his body probably would not be walking around anymore. Regardless, exactly. Of that, there wouldn't have been nothing left. Not. Correct. But this is B movie, and we don't give a shit. We need slugs coming up <laughs> Tom Atkins' head, and we fucking get it. So, alrighty, did the score set the mood, gentlemen? Yes, yes. it did. I would very agree. much so. Did a great job. Um, this one I'm gonna be a little shitty on because I don't remember any of the songs. But best song to me, I, I like the one where was... they came into the party, like when they were first getting their booze and shit. Like I there really was, dug. There that. was a couple. There was a couple classic '50s song. There was uh, "Put Your Head on My Shoulder" when they were oh, on Lover's Lane. Put your, put your mouth on my bone. Oh. <laughs> That's a 2021 <laughs> remix. <laughs> Need some dubbing there. Uh, favorite character. God damn it, dude! This is Tom another... Atkins. Yeah, Tom Atkins, hands down. We should, we should go favorite actor. That, favorite character that's not Tom Atkins. All right, yeah, because um, we're all gonna pick Atkins. Uh, if it's not Atkins, I gotta go um, JC. JC, yeah, I was gonna say JC was a great character, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chris. Yeah, he, I mean Russ. You can't go wrong with Russ. Russ, Russ, <laughs> yeah. <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it scary? No, no, not at all. Uh, I don't think it was ever intended to be. No, it was meant to be campy, fun, you know. Like it was a yeah, it was a sci-fi horror, but like you said, campy. Like they knew what they were doing. Hence the fourth wall breaks. All yes. the fucking like, yo man, your movie straight up goes fourth wall. You know you're just going to that level. You don't give a shit anymore. Um, does it hold up today? Honestly, I would say yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think some of the effects were probably hindered just because of like maybe the budget and whatnot. But I think so. The copy I watched, dude, that shit was fucking money. So, yeah, hundred percent. I would watch. I would totally watch this and Slither like a back to back, like double feature. Oh yeah, and just pretend in your mind that that it's a sequel, and you're right. It's like aliens. Like honestly, dude, at that point, like you, we could just make our own sequel, and we could have fucking Creeps versus Slither. Ooh. Oh, that would be actually kind of fucking awesome. Night of the it's Slithering like, Creeps. If if the, two, if the two worms like hated each, like imagine if they brought in the one worm to attack the other worm because like it would kill him or something. Like that be because one zombie and the other like mutates to like right, like the like the slither worms actually get like the creep worms would eat the slither worms or something like that. But then like they could overtake the host if they did it, dude. I've, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. How was the acting, gentlemen? For a B movie, it wasn't horrible. Surprisingly, no, I it was fine at all. It was really good. Bradster Definitely. may have hammed it in a little bit, but I think he was also told to ham it in a little. To bit. ham it up. I mean, so, yeah, like added, like I said, Brad. He, like I said, Decker wanted every B movie cliche in this, and the yeah, you know, cocky jock is one of them. Come on, babe, let's go. <laughs> the cocky, yeah, cocky dorm jock. All I could think of was the dude from fucking. Uh, Van Wilder, though. I'm like, he's just going to start shitting his pants. <laughs> uh, did you like the cinematography? It was okay. I feel it like it, it did. There really wasn't anything amazing. Yeah, there was really nothing amazing about it. It, it did no. the job that it needed to do and did it well. Right. Like, there was no. I mean, there was like a little bit of slug POV, which was kind of cool. Um, but other than that, yeah, nothing too outside the box, I would say. Yeah, he, he's no Dean Cundy. No. Did you enjoy the premise? Oh, yeah, loved it. It was a fun Hands movie. fucking down, yeah. dude. Loved it. Yeah. If you haven't been listening to this entire episode, it was great. Yes. <laughs> All righty. We are down to our quadruple R's. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Reboot. Oh. Yeah. Reboot. reboot. Give me we a sequel. We want to see this continue on. Yep. Yep. What if you just rebooted it with the sequel? Oh, yeah. That's that's that that's what that's a reboot. What mean, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So you don't need the actual like this one rebooted for much. Like I just want reboot to just the go, series. I just, just want to go the into series. the sequel. Just give me the yep. sequel. Yep. Like, and it could even be now. It doesn't have to be back in the 80s. Like, exactly. The slugs no, underground. Now. The slugs have been hibernating in this fucking cemetery. Hiding and hiding and hiding in them. All of a sudden, earthquake or some shit happens, natural disaster. The casket comes up and the slugs just come fucking pouring out. And let's fucking go. Or, I'll give you one. The aliens actually pick up the slugs from the graveyard. But as they're flying out, something fucks up and they still crash on Earth. So the slugs still escape, but it's a whole different like area. whole different town. Yeah. Okay, okay. On like top it. of that, on top of that, the ship crashes, okay? The canister breaks, the slugs escape, enter the dying aliens mm-hmm. who before they turn crawl into like a cryostasis unit, okay? Then years later, power finally leaves the ship, the cryostasis opens, Wormtown. Let's go. <laughs> See, I, I thought you were almost going to say like, like frozen alien gets found by U.S. government, worms come out of Roswell. That, too. You can go crazy spinoffs on this shit. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly going to rewind it, though. I, I loved this movie. Like I said, it was my first viewing, but I totally I want to watch it again. I can't wait to watch it again. I, I thought it was I, great. I would say both. Rewind in, then reboot. It's, yeah, I mean, dude, if they just gave us straight yeah. up a sequel like nowadays, I would totally support that shit, 100%. Alrighty, gentlemen, let's rip and bring this Tom bitch. back for it too. Fuck yeah, dude! Why not? <laughs> Wait, but he died though. Yeah, his head kind of. Who cares? Split open. Who That's cares? True. Bring him back. You know what? You his can have him back, brother. You, you have him. No, you bring him back, and you just be like have him some line. Like, look at the camera. Be like, God damn, I feel like I've done this shit before. <laughs> just like so they did like in fucking Night of the Return Living of Dead the- Part or Return of the Living Dead Part Two. Return of the Living Dead Part. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That was the only good All part right. of that movie. God. 
<laughs> the second one? Yeah, the second one was, was bad. It was bad. Not to be desired as the first. That one. that it, that is one of my my guilty pleasures though. I fucking love part. It two. wasn't I mean, we've we watched worse, but we have watched worse and the fact that Tom Matthews is in it again pretty much playing the same fucking character he played from before, just a different I, Okay, that's a whole different story. I mean, but like those dudes, yeah. Those two guys were like the they were the saving grace of that movie though. Like hands down. Just stealing the fucking uh stealing all the corpses and shit. All right. Bobby gave it a four, so we know that. Scuba, what we got, buddy? I fucking love this movie. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Four point five. All right, buddy. Shed Daddy. I'm with the Scoopster. I was gonna give it a four and a half as well. Alrighty. And I think I will also agree because you know what? It just seems like I said, it's not a perfect five, but it's definitely a super enjoyable movie. Definitely. Uh, and yeah, I feel like this is like almost horror that you could watch when your kids are like old enough to watch gore, but you don't want yeah. them to still watch some like nasty, nasty shit. So let's see our score today. Gentlemen is a 4.375. So 4.4. Yeah, buddy. We're 1986's Night of the Creeps. Very nice. Not bad, gentlemen. Not bad. All righty. So, next episode, we shall be covering... The Texas oh Chainsaw God. Massacre Part 2. Oh, shit. Well, Bobby, if you're listening, you better fucking be here, buddy. Get him, This is one of those movies you either love it or you hate it, but I have a feeling we're all going to love it. This is one of the movies I've only seen this movie once, and I know that might seem. I remember I was just very thrown off with how it was, how different it is compared. It is very different, and I feel like it's more of a dark comedy than anything. Right, and I feel like with the amount of movies I've seen with you gentlemen over the last few years and shit like that, I feel like with my taste change, I'm very interested to watch it again and uh, see where I go with it. I just remember being a very, a very goofy in the beginning, like yeah, when there was two dudes driving and then Leatherface was in the back of the truck, just like thrusting his chainsaw at him like for ten minutes. But all right, he does that a lot. That's right. But it is available for free on, by the way, on the Peacock app. Is it? That's yes, it is. awesome right. to know. Thank you very much, Chad Daddy. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, so stay tuned next week for that shit, and. uh Gentlemen, on our last segment here, we got some nerd news. Do we have any nerd news of as of today? Yes, we do. I would like to start off by uh, reminding everyone that tomorrow, the 12th, mm-hmm. Chucky premieres yes! on the Sci-Fi Channel. I, they have yeah. been promoting the hell out of it on USA, too. Yes. Bro, did you see what they did down in New York City uh, Comic-Con for it? No, what? Oh, man. Yeah, they showed the first episode. They had a huge fucking like turnout for it. And then they uh, actually had um, a couple people there speaking and shit on it behalf. And I'm like, I, I wish I, I had friends go down and they actually got to watch the first episode. He said it was awesome. He's like, I can't wait for the series. Nice. So fuck yeah. it makes me very excited. But you're right, dude. They've been promoting the fuck out of that shit. And I'm almost it's, afraid it's almost like they're showing too much because they're showing Andy, they're showing Kyle, they're showing Tiffany, they're showing um Yeah, but uh, I mean the we, daughter. I this think is, they're just this showing, is a continuation though from Curse, correct? 
Right. Yes. Right. I think we already showing us shit we already know. Or I'm not because there's going to be a whole there's a whole new slate of characters that right we haven't even been introduced to yet. I'm sorry, and I misspoke. I meant cult because cult. Yeah, cult. Cult of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I hope we get some explanation for that shit. What for cult? like why he can like multiple yes. possess bodies the and the fact that, that he's happening. possessed his own fucking daughter that's awesome yes yeah shit that's awesome i don't care yes. what anybody says i think it's sweet it was worth to see her making out with uh jennifer what's Tilly. her name jennifer Tilly, yeah, thank you yeah um i actually liked curse more than cult myself I, I agree. Curse was just Curse kind of brought it back to like its old school fucking formula. And I Curse hit all the right notes. It did. Yeah. And it even I wasn't even expecting Curse to go to the old like to the Bride of Chucky style Chucky. That's like, that's what, of the way that's in. what that's made what, it epic. It did to me because it, it, when she found circle. and she just starts peeling his face off and then you see he's he covered up the scars. And Bro, like, yeah. I was so that was so like because I wasn't a huge fan of the Bride of Chucky version. Like I understood me it, too, but it wasn't my favorite. Like I like classic, like one, two, three. Agreed. But when they did that shit, I was so just like, oh my god, that is fucking amazing. Yep. And I mean, it's all right, dude, because like the scene with like Andy and his cabin and shit like that, like they didn't go any like they left that off on a, a high note, right? Because what's her name came back at the very yep. end. No, so, yeah, I mean, Kyle. They, like. Right, like you said. So they already have all these characters introduced, so I guess it's okay to show them if you've watched the last two movies, but I hope we they... get to see what happened to Glenn and Glinda. Because remember, in uh, Seed of Chucky, they Seed. get put into human bodies. Mm-hmm. See, I uh, I never watched Seed. I could never, you never watched it? it. I made it only halfway through. I'm like, this movie's fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> it is. It is terrible. It is terrible. It is, it, terrible. Is. it is. It is. But you have to watch it to fucking like I. I thought I could get through it with Red Man in it, and then once they killed Red Man, I was like, I don't fucking give a shit anymore, dude. <laughs> it was ah. The like, only other nerd news that I have, not to cut off the Chucky excitement. No, go right ahead. Resident Evil. Did you guys watch the trailer? I have not, but I heard it, it was i've you didn't seen see, decent you reviews. didn't see the trailer i haven't yet no nah, dude i've been offline for the last few days so wow. watch the fucking trailer as soon as we're done here because right. resident evil fans get ready for what we always wanted on screen we're about to fucking get it okay are we starting uh, is it is it starting with the mansion does it shoot does it show any of that shit or? it shows the, the mansion where it's basically I mean, resident evil one and resident evil two technically up i guess that's a stupid question because the mansion and everything happens all at the same time yep like literally they even but. they even have the the truck driving scene in it oh nice yes from the from the beginning of two there's a yeah. fucking the liquors look fucking badass there's some there's some there was one creature that kind of eh didn't look that great in the CGI, okay. but I'm hoping they work it out before the movie fucking actually comes uh, out. Uh-huh. But it it looks it looks fucking legit. It looks like they took the video games and dude, they even show the fucking first zombie turn from. Oh, the turn the, the they show one? it. Yes, they fucking show yep. it. And I was. Yep. I'm all for it. I am all fucking for Fuck that. Yeah, movie. dude, I'm going to definitely have to check that shit out after this. I'm uh, I'm low key hoping, but I'm pretty sure I'm. I can't guarantee. I wouldn't be surprised if it's cut out. I just hope the giant spiders are in it. 
Ooh. I didn't even think about that. Well, what, what else was there's spiders? There was a giant snake. Uh, oh, shit. The snake. Yeah, the giant snake, snake. was in the mansion. Um, uh, the hunters. Because we seem to forget yep. about the hunters. The hunters were in there. That's true. Sweet, dude. I'll have to check that shit out. Um, the only thing I got in her news is in 10 days, we, uh, I'm sorry, 11 days, the film 13 Fanboy will be dropping. Yes. Black theaters. About fucking time. Uh, yes. Yeah. And anybody. A long time coming. Yeah. What? At least three, four, five years. How long has this been? I think it's, been mul- it's been, had, about it's three been years. multiple campaigns. I know to push. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I would say COVID pushed it back at least a year or two. So. Oh, easily. Just yeah. with. Because I think they were still filming stuff at that point. Like, I think it was doing some of the, the B filming shit, like at cons and everything like that still. Or they were trying to at least, but then obviously COVID fucked. Yeah. But yeah, that drops out on the 22nd this month. Our local theater is actually going to be playing it. That's Fuck fucking you. awesome. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, well, listen, There's no place in to, Pennsylvania playing it. Listen, I I got to give kudos to kudos where it goes. Um, or props, however you want to say it. Mr. Joe Gallo, dude, he pulled it off. He's like, yo, because he know he's got ins at the theater. He's like, listen, let's do an event with 13 Gallows Lane and we'll do 13 Fanboy. So they're like, all right. Nice. And it's just a one-time showing at 930 on the 22nd. I'm like, well, I have to fucking be there, dude. Like, you know what that I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That so, is legit. That's I, awesome. I literally know fucking dick about the movie. The, the fact that it's just, it's all, I, I understand. I know the concept of the movie, but that's it. You know what I mean? I know like, we're, I know, I know TJ and myself are backers of it, but I don't remember what level of backer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like we, I know like we backed it the very first campaign. Oh, nice. Oh shit. So that was a few years ago then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see it. I, I haven't seen anything on the mask that they, I think they've kept that pretty tight lip and shit. The, I want to say I saw, I don't remember if it was the like the artwork for the the theater the poster. Poster, yeah, you can yeah, kind yeah. of make it, it out, it, but not not really. Yeah, it's very hard to. It, it's it's a drawing, so it's it's yeah. like you know it's not the exact thing, but I don't know, man. I'm excited. New, yeah, we'll see a new style horror. I mean, it it could go either way. Honest to God, like so. And then of course, obviously, in big horror news for a lot of people, Halloween Kills comes out this weekend. Yes, we shall see how that goes. Uh, You know, um, the uh, Day of the Dead series also comes out on Friday. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Damn, sci-fi is just fucking dropping it this week, aren't they? Well, let's just hope they they do a good job with it, though. Hey, man. It looks... I'm only looking for Chucky, so the second... If there's the fact that there's a second series, that might be awesome to watch. Day of the Dead looks... It doesn't look bad, but it also looks like it doesn't take itself very seriously at times. Yeah. Oh... I mean, I don't want like a Walking Dead clone. I want like no, 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 no. no. I think that's what I'm guessing. They 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 upped the comedy, so that's fine. Because like Walking Dead was just, it was too Too bleak bleak. for my right. Like that's why I like Supernatural because Supernatural can be bleak, but then there's you have Dean moments and it's great. Oh, I fucking loved Supernatural. That show does not get enough love from the horror community, as far as I'm concerned. I've never finished the whole series myself. I only made it to like season seven or eight. But I still love to do like I feel like I sh- I deserve all right. It deserves a good full watch through at some point, but I still have does. yet to watch it. That's fine, dude. Listen, man, I I want to though. I want to though. I really enjoy it as long as 
it, you got to have yourself in the mindset that it's a CW show. So as long as you bro, I used to C- watch the fuck out of Charmed. Listen, that oh, there you go. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fucking <laughs> fine, dude. I think you'll like it a lot. That the used comedy to be my episodes mornings. are great, though, dude. Like there was one in particular, and I I always remember, but it's the one where uh, the trickster fucked with them, and they kept putting them in like sitcoms and shit. It was like sick. That was one of my favorite that, ones. They oh put them God, on the dude. Japanese game show. Yes. And, uh, and what the fucking fuck was that? Sam and Nutcracker. Sam got hit in the balls with a giant uh, thing. Yeah. And somehow Dean knew. The I laughed. So they were like, I didn't even know you knew Japanese. He's like, I didn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> with that. And they're like, what the fuck was it? It was like, he came out and had the Scooby Doo moment where he's just looking at the fucking sandwich, like stacked like this fucking big. Like. Dude, no, Supernatural was a great show because especially like even in the I, I can't speak for the later seasons, that'd be probably Chad Daddy's, but for the earlier seasons, dude, the horror elements are awesome in the show. Like it, especially the side shows, not the ones that stick to the main storyline of the actual show, but like the random ones where it's just like oh Yeah, the ones where they're just random. randomly hunting like a Wendigo or something. Right. Those are my favorite ones are the those are mm-hmm, my favorite same. ones, dude. Like and just yeah, the horror elements of it are fucking great. So Definitely check it out, Scoobs, if you get it. Mo- if you yeah, get yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, I have all the time in the world. <laughs> uh, is there anything else, gentlemen, for nerd news? Uh, I have one that? thing, one thing that is comic book news. Um, it just came out that Superman's Superman gay. is bisexual. Well, the son of His Superman, son. Jonathan Kent, is coming out as bisexual in the comic book. So if that is a big, you know, step in the, the process of your lifestyle congratulations to whoever is happy for that you, i am you know happy and I, 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 I don't mean the subject in itself is funny but you know what's funny about that is i actually saw like at least two different sites posting about that today but the way they fucking did the title of it was like such a just a fucking clickbait bullshit dude yeah yeah because i'm like oh yeah because if you read half the comics it's like and I'm like, I don't even read the new comics, but it's like, dude, if you just read a little bit of it, you would know it's not Superman. So everybody's like freaking out. It's like, and you know, and that's what I like, like. You motherfuckers probably don't even read comics that are bitching about yeah. it. Like, See, that's, and that's, exactly, that's exactly what it that's is. That's why I appreciate, I appreciate what they did because it's not like they took an already established character Correct. and made that character bisexual or gay. Jonathan Kent is still a relatively new character in the series who is coming into his own and that's great and that is what the LGBTQ community needs is characters, strong characters like that so that they have somebody to look up to like we did with with Superman and Batman, you know. So I I I applaud See, DC for doing that. I feel like See, they're a- versus they're doing it right versus how Marvel did it wrong oh, by retconning Iceman pandering. to be gay. Yes. Right. That's yes. But they 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 retconned it to make Iceman gay in zero sense. Yep. Like that's well, why I said they did that's it the X-Men. correct that's way. That's why I stopped reading X-Men because it didn't make any sense. It was right. Like it completely Well, DC also just recently did that with Tim Drake too, right? Yeah, they made they him made they him did. Buy. Yeah, they made right. him buy, which is which is totally fine. Granted, right. he's an already established character, but he's but like they the didn't... seventh Robin down the line. Not exactly. Not really. I not really. Yeah. Don't yeah. get offended. I know he's like the fourth, but but like he third, actually he was still relatively young ish and still right. coming into his own. So making a character like and they didn't completely take away the fact that he had relationships with females. They just said, hey, well, this is you know his lifestyle also, right? You know, and that's. 
that's great, you know, especially for people that are living that lifestyle. That's great for them. You know what I mean? It, it's not like it's this huge fucking win, but hey, it's 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 coming. You know, it's becoming like, more normalized than what it had been in the past. Because like what you're saying, like representation matters. Yes, it's it just does, how right? you do it. When yes. you're just going in and legitimately like, okay, we're taking an established character of some odd, you know what I mean? Like, we're just retconning it. You can, but more than likely, if you look at like the past of how usually those runs end up, they usually don't fucking do well. Yeah. AKA Marvel can look at their comic sales in the last few fucking years. Um, and yeah, dude, it's it, like I said, it, if you can make a new character or even take one, and make it make sense fuck yeah dude but just to just up and dude, like eh, i haven't like, i haven't even read a, i haven't even read a marvel comic outside of the spider-man titles like i read spider-man and then that's it that's fine i usually read dude i don't even read like the main ones i'm always like on idw and shit like that like <laughs> like ninja turtles and ghostbusters and shit i totally uh, picked up dude, ghostbuster comics which ones i don't dude, the, know my the, buddy gave me a whole stack of them i bought them from him I haven't looked through them yet. Dude, the newer the newer run of Ninja Turtles has been fantastic. The last Ronin? No, no, no. Before that, like this whole series oh. leading up to that. Whole idea oh, yeah, yeah, Has dude, been awesome fucking... because, because they made them the actual sons of Splinter in this series. Yeah, which... Because they were, cool. they, were, they were all originally a family and they were killed by the Shredder and then reincarnated in this form. Oh, shit. That I did not know. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just know the new so comic reincarnated like, souls of his actual sons for the last few years has been like super fucking dark. Not that Ninja Turtles wasn't meant to actually be dark when it originally came out, but it yeah, I, st I still haven't read the, read the last I still haven't read the last Rona, but that that spoilery territory that is Michelangelo, right? No, I thought it was Donatello. Is it Donatello? I figured it was one of those two. It could I, I, like I said, I, I personally have read, read it. it. I want to read it. I'd like. I'd love to pick it up in uh, actual like book format, dude. If they drop that out, but oh, it's only. Other than that, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it. I don't think the final issue is out yet. So, no, I think they're still going through it. Other than that, gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I, that's all I got for nerd news. That's all week. I got. That's all I. Look, I, like I said, I was looking through my comics today, and I found some really cool ones. The ones that I shared in the chat. I don't know if you guys know that's the. First appearance of Venom. I have that one. Nice. The first appearance of the Punisher. Which the I have first as well. appearance. The first appearance of the Hobgoblin. And I didn't share you a picture, really? but I also have the first appearance of uh, both the Jackal and uh, the the Superman clone, who of course is Ben Riley. He's actually Riley. still around. He's he's around again yeah. as another yeah, Spider Man. Dude. I oh, love nice. that costume, dude. Yeah. I love Spider Clone costume. It was the Scarlet one Spider. Of the coolest. Yeah. That shit was fucking dope. But Agreed. all right, gentlemen, I think it's time to uh, call it. Sounds so, good. Uh, yeah, we're at an hour forty-five, so I think we're good. Yeah, but uh, that's a pretty good episode. All right, everybody, Gorehounds, thank you for uh, tuning in with us. As always, stay tuned next week for what was that again, Chad Daddy? Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Yeah. Alrighty, as always, I am the Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, Gorehounds. I am your, your host with the... Oh, I thought we go were ahead, going go this ahead. way. I thought we were going this oh, way. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead, D. All right. 
I am your host with the ghosts, El Scubacabra, saying I will see you late, bitches. This is your Chad Daddy saying, see you next week, bitches. Ow! We are out. <laughs>